0: got to break in to get us to understand not only who he is but what he wants. And when you don't make time for him he'll make an appointment for you. (laughs) And he will be crystal clear, whether it's on your back in a hospital bed, your pink slip at work, your children being in trouble, the Lord knows how to get our attention in order for him to do surgery. John chapter 21 is Jesus' third appearance to his disciples. The first time they were struck by amazement as he, in John 20, walked through the walls of an upper room and said, Peace be unto you, and breathed on them, and said, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. The second time, he had a scheduled appointment to confront Thomas, who was not at the first appointment and when Jesus came through the wall he immediately looked at thomas and said thomas come in he said put your hand put your finger in my nail print and then take your hand and stick it in the hole in my side and the bible says that thomas came away believing And said my Lord. And my God. But this time. This is the third appearance. And Jesus. Is appearing. To have. A strategic. Appointment. For surgery. My God. He wants to enlighten them. As to their confusion. He wants to educate them on. Yeah, the fact that they are broken down and brittle and bruised. And he's going to leave them with an evaluation of being critical of others. That Jesus, Jesus, Jesus in his prologue of John chapter 1 dealt with revelation, the logos, the word. And here in the epilogue, he's dealing with rebuke. That 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 he creates this entire setting, and, and we've been here before. And, 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 and I want to expeditiously move through the text. But first, we see God's setting for his divine purposes. That is, God always sets the stage for our spiritual surgery. Do you know how the Lord revealed to me that he wanted me to teach and that he had gifted me in teaching after I got saved I was coming to prayer meeting on Wednesday night at a church in South Philadelphia I was the I I was the I was the only one in a prayer meeting under 70 years old I was there with all the old mothers of the church and and I had my Bible open just coming out the world And one of the old mothers said, "Uh, Raymond, come on up here. And I said, I don't know nothing about the Bible. She said, get on up there and open that Bible, and we're going to help you. Mm, Interesting. And as I stood up there with the Bible not knowing anything, they knew the Bible. But the Lord used her. And she's in glory now the Lord used her to pinpoint to me, this is what I'm calling you to do. Are you getting what I'm saying? And 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 the fact of the matter is, God always has these, these sessions, these these occasions where he wants to enlighten, amen, us as to what his will is. And in this text, there first is a wrong following. I'm going to deal with that. Verses one, that the disciples... Amen. Are again at the Sea of Tiberias, which is synonymous with Galilee. Jesus told them to go back and wait in Galilee. And there were together, notice the name Simon Peter. Now, keep your, keep, keep, keep your mind on the word Simon because Simon, son of Jonah, means shifting feet. He's impetuous, he's impulsive, he's unstable. He's messed up. He's fleshly. He carries a switchblade. He'll cuss you out. He's just like us. He comes to church on Sunday, but Monday through Saturday, he's a rascal. Can I get a witness? And, and, And child of God, the Bible says that Peter, who's always first in the list of disciples because he was going to be the main apostle, and, 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 and you need to understand, Peter comes up with this idea of going back to his place of comfort. I'm going back fishing. Forget this thing about Jesus. Forget this mission. Forget his resurrection. I'm going back fishing, and he took seven others with him. He took the three in a circle, James, John, and himself. And then he took Nathaniel. He took, amen, some others with him. And they go back, verse 3, and he and, and, and they say, we're going with you too. Now, the first point that we need to cover is this. Be careful when you get out of the will of God that you don't start carrying other Christians with you. Be careful that you don't influence somebody to think like you. When God deems you are out of my will. Can I get a witness? That He says, I'm going back fishing. They went with Him, verse three, and amen, they toiled, here it is, all night, but caught nothing. When we decide to go back, when we decide to return to our place of comfort and craft, yeah, I'm preaching. You, you're not coming up with anything. You, 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 you're, you know, your new vision, your new vocation, you know, your new calling, uh, whatever you think God says. And most of us, the voices we hear, it's not God anyhow. Can I get a witness? Let me tell you why it's not God, because when you test the Spirit by the Spirit, it's not the Spirit. Can I get a witness? The, the authenticity of the test of the voice you keep hearing has to jive with the Word. God does not tell you to do anything against His Word. His Word has been God-breathed. The Word comes straight from God, and the Word does not contradict the voice you keep hearing in your mind. Do I have a witness? So when members tell me, well, the Lord told me not to go to church, but to go to hospital and visit somebody that's sick, God didn't tell you that because the Word in Hebrew says, don't forsake the gathering of yourselves together. Why is God going to tell you to go to hospital on a Sunday morning? Why is God going to tell you to run up and down on the parkway, yeah, on a Sunday morning when he demands you at worship? And worship is to give him worth. Worship is to praise who he is. Worship is, amen, that's your one time during the week when you hold him in high esteem. Why is he going to tell you to go to the mall when you don't participate in ministry, where, you, know, you know God. God is not about all of this. So they went back and they toiled all night yeah. and caught nothing. nothing. Mm. There was a, there was a wrong following, but there was a failure in their fishing. Verse five. Then Jesus says, "Children, have you any meat? Have you caught anything?" And he said unto him, "No, we, no, we didn't catch a thing. Now, 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 mind you, if this was Pastor Gordon fishing, you could understand it. I don't know what I'm doing. Probably using the wrong bait. Probably the waters are too shallow. Can I get a witness? Hey, hey, but these are professional fishermen, like Bruce." Don't you get me started up here. We, we decided to take a trip one day. I took everybody on staff. We, we, we rented a big boat, and went way out in the Atlantic where you couldn't even see land. And we start dropping our, you know, and, and nobody caught anything. And I said, you know what, this is like the book of Jonah. Somebody here is out of the will of God. And then we all start vomiting because the boat was throwing in. So I said, rather than go out fishing again, I'll go down 9th and Christian, 9th Street, Christian Avenue, and buy me some fresh fish. But once he says, have you caught anything? He says, here's my suggestion, test tube one. Throw your nets on the other side of the ship. When he threw it over there, the net was so heavy with fish, 153 fish, which is synonymous with 153 nations that will hear the gospel. And the net didn't break. What what was Jesus teaching them? He was teaching them, at my word. When you do what I'm asking you to do, you're blessed. When you follow my instructions, you're going to pull in more than you expected. Do I have a witness? It's at that word, at that word, at that word. When he told the blind man, when he put spittle on his eyes, said, go wash. Him going to wash was not the healing ointment, Jesus was the healer. Him going to wash was the obedience to the word. And when God gives you the word, you got to have the obedience. I'm preaching now, to carry his word out. I want you to see this. After they caught all these fish, Jesus then invited them, verse 10, to come on in. He moves from the setting to the sanction of his divine passions. First, Verses 9 to 11, we see a communion for Peter's comfort, food and fellowship. Lord, have mercy. Don't miss this. Jesus is just so kind. Bring your food in. We're going to have a fellowship. He had food on the beach, on the coals. First evidence of fried fish. Without grease, the people perish. <laughs> I'm only kidding. Then after the communion comes the 12 to 15, the channeling to Peter's carnality, his pride and his perceptions. You know, some people in the church think they are higher than everybody else and they know more than everybody. And then we see verse 17, Look, 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 look no, no, hang in there, 16 and 17, we see a chastening to Peter's camouflage. Now, let me let me, let me, let me pull up, stop starting part that. There, there's, a, there's a major message here for us. God's got to get us in a place where we will listen to him. Most of the time, it takes failure and trouble to get there prodigal son couldn't hear until he ran out of everything. Can I get a witness? And then when he became hungry at, yeah, the pigs, food of corn, when he became hungry and his so-called friends left him, when he became hungry, the boy started preaching to herself. Why am I starving here when I can go back home to my father's house. Can I get a witness? And and on the way home, that boy rehearsed what he was going to say to his father. Father, I have sinned. Father, I'm no good. Father, I, I don't deserve to be your son. Just make me a hired servant. Didn't he say that? But while he was rehearsing his repentance, the Bible says the father was looking for him in mercy and grace. Can I get a witness? Child of God that when 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 Jesus gets Peter right here the surgery begins. Mm. After they dine, after they were filled with the fish. Uh, verse 15, Jesus says, Simon, son of Jonas. Shifting feet one. One that's messed up, but doesn't know it. One that's fractured, but has no answer for fulfillment. Mm-hmm. He challenges him, do you love... Here, here's the key. Do you love me? Your love and my love for Jesus cannot be separated from our commitment to Jesus. If you love me, keep my commandments. You can do all that hollering and dancing and crying and and belching and speaking in this and speaking in that all you want. The bottom line is, what is your obedient life like? Do I have a witness? He, he didn't say, do you love preaching? Do you love pastoring? Do you love singing? Do you love ministry? He said, do you love me? Can I get a witness? And see, most of us can't get around that me because what God is demanding is your love for him has to be greater than your love for everything else. He doesn't want second place. He, he doesn't love you. He do not want you to love your children, then him. He doesn't want you to love your ministry, then him. He doesn't want you to love your job, then him. He doesn't want you to love your comfort zone of fishing, then him. He doesn't want you to love your vision and your amen uh, 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 obligation in life. He wants you to love him. Yes, yeah. Do you agape me? With a Listen, with a single-mindedness, with a servant's attitude, with a selfless character, with a sacrificial love. See, that's why our marriages are messed up, because we don't love and can't love like he loved, unless you listen to the Holy Spirit. Can I get a witness? Our love is reciprocal. You love me, I love you. You do right by me, I'll do it. There ain't no love. That's, that's watching each other. Can I get a witness? The agapeo love, the agape love. There's sorge, mother to son, mother to daughter. There, come on now, there's phileo, friendship. There, there's eros, erratic. I know we know erratic love. That's that hard breathing and... <sighs> we, we know all about the erratic love. But very few of us know about the agape love. Agape love is when you give and expect nothing in return. Agape love is when you can be like Jesus and forgive those that have offended you. Agape love is when they strung you up and hung you up and crucified you that you still say from your spot of crucifixion, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. That's a got pale love. It's when you forgot that. La- it's when you have forgiven that last husband, that last wife, that long uh, amen dropped girlfriend. Can I get a witness? When you've forgiven your parents who have been in the grave for fifteen years. When when you can forgive your co-workers, When you can forgive other church members. When you can look your enemies in the face and say, I choose to release you and to let you go because he let me go. Because he loves me, I choose to love you. It doesn't have anything to do with feelings. Everything is by faith. You full of hell, but I love you. Can I get a witness? When your name appears on my phone, I don't want to answer it, but I love you. Somebody know what I'm talking about. Can I get a witness? You've talked about me. Hey, 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 man. You stabbed me in the back. You mean me no good, but I choose to love you anyhow. Peter, do you love me? With that full commitment, Peter looked down. Peter said, "I, I you. I got a friendship for you, Lord." Jesus saying, "I don't want a friendship because what's in the cards for you in the future requires the love I'm asking of you." Do I have a witness? If you don't love me the way I'm asking you to love me, you're not going to make it. Satan going to eat you up. Can I get a witness? Oh, I'm preaching now. Thank you, Jesus. I told I told you I I I, uh, I got out of the military in '74, and now listen to this. Let me show you how 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 time. In '66, I was a I was a teenager in high school. These boys turned the corner in South Philly, and they start whipping on me. These other guys with me ran. They whipping on me. One boy pulled out a knife. He's going to stab me. I said, no, don't stab him. And I got, no, it's true. And I got away. Wait a minute. This was 66. I got out of the military in 74. I was built robust. I'm in my car and see the boy, one of the boys that was beating on me. He, he was kind of strung out on drugs going up the street. I stopped my car and said, I'm going to whip the daylight out. <laughs> Now, how many years later was that? Y'all ain't getting this. Can't we, can't we hold some grudges up in here? Can't can, can we hold on to this stuff? Some of y'all still have not forgotten. Can I get a witness? Some of y'all looking at me saying, if I catch that first husband, I'm going to whip the daylights out of you. Can I get a witness? Child, child of God. You got to let go five, there are five, there are five levels of grief. And the first is denial. The problem in the church, most of us in denial. You all right? Yeah, I'm fine. Ain't nothing wrong with me. You're lying. If we just get out of denial, we can see what God sees. We're so quick to answer somebody. What's about? Ain't nothing bothering me. just as mean as the day is long. Isn't it a beautiful day? Yeah, but it's going to rain again. Who wants to live with you? I can't find nobody. I guess not. <laughs> Who wants to wake up to that? Lord, have mercy. What follows denial is anger. Hmm. And we do get angry about things. We get angry about circumstances. We get angry about stuff. And then guilt. Then grief. And the last step is acceptance. You can't get to acceptance till you stop being in denial. Here's what acceptance sounds like. I have some problems. And I need help. Lord, I need you to help me. Your present problems is from your past pain. The ones you with didn't do anything to you. You brought this thing into the marriage. God, don't get me started up in here now. And you pay counselors $100 an hour. They gone, they, they've gone to school for 12, 13 years. And all they learned in graduate school was to ask you one question. And how does that make you feel? (laughs) (laughs) You sitting in counseling crying, "Ah! Tommy. And the counselor's sitting there. Raymond, how does that make you feel? You know what they're trying to do? They're trying to get you to see what you refuse to see. Oh, y'all getting this? So this one will cost you $50 on the way out. <laughs> Do you agape me? No, I phileo you. Do you phileo me? Yes, I phileo you. Jesus said, take care of my sheep, feed my sheep, nourish my sheep. This surgery impacted Peter so much that tradition says when Peter was placed in jail and Nero was getting ready to kill him, they said, go get Peter. He's next. Peter pleaded and said, do not crucify me like you crucified my Lord because I'm not worthy. Turn me upside down on a cross. Because I'm not worthy to die like he died. You understand what I'm trying to say? Chomp, 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 child of God. There is, there is in this passage, surgery going on in the life of Peter. And I've needed surgery in my marriage, in ministry. I need surgery in my mind. I'm just transparent enough to tell you. Yeah, I got some issues. Moses had issues. Abraham had issues. David had issues. Jeremiah had a whole lot of issues. Can I get a witness? We have issues that Jesus has got to quietly come inside of us. And take the cover off. And when he takes the cover off, we don't always like what we see, do we? When you find out the truth about you, you don't start celebrating. Can I get a witness? I'm talking about you, not your husband, not your wife, not your children, you. You. See, the word is not only a transformer. The word is an, ex, ex. listen, the word will expose what's there. That's how God changes us. That's how God helps us. He comes along with this, these surgeries and he, be, he begins to take our hearts that we have protected for so many years and take our hurts and our habits that we keep making, amen, excuses for. Can I get away? Don't, don't we make excuses for the way we are? Come on, now, don't we make excuses for the way we are? The Lord had to challenge me. No, 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 no. That's no excuse. For you, you got to do what's right. That's not an excuse. And, and, and what God does in this surgery is all in this chapter. Simon, you're shifty feet. You're impulsive. You're impetuous. You're messed up. You're self-centered. You're prideful. You're critical of others. You know everything. You always, when you stop, you go. When you go, you should have stopped. Everything you do is symptomatic. Of an internal problem. And here comes Jesus saying, I wanna fix it. I wanna fix it. Thank God that He wants to fix it. Thank God that He really, come on now, wants to fix it. And we need fixing, don't we? Don't we need fixing, son of man? Can these bones live? Ezekiel said, Thou knowest, Lord. He said, Preach to the bones. These bones need to be preached to. These bones need the Word of God. These bones need the Spirit of God. These bones need transformation from God. Can I get a witness? He wants to get down on your innermost parts. And when God gets down on your innermost parts, you can take a licking and keep on ticking. Can I get a witness? You can go through something and come out. You can have confidence in conflict. You can have a shout in a bunch of messed up Shattered, struggling feelings. You know why? Because you know there's somebody with you. You know there's somebody for you. You, you know there's somebody in you. You, you know that He will do far exceedingly abundantly above all that you ask or think to the only wise God, our Savior. You. you know, the Lord, when He finishes with me, I'm I'm going to be all right. Can I get a witness? Huh? Isn't that true? Uh, when, when the Lord comes alongside of our hearts and starts to help us, when the Lord, amen, reveals the pain and the past and the bruises and the brittleness and the battered and the bones, when God shows me my brokenness and then offers himself that I am your healer, thank you baby Jehovah Raph. I, I am your doctor can I get a witness I, I, I am your heart regulator I'm, I'm your mind I'm, I'm, I'm the one that's going to fix that which is broken look unto the hills from whence cometh your help your help is coming from the Lord that's why we praise him you know why we praise him because he brought us out of hell With smoke still in our garments. He he broke, he brought us out of hurt. He, He brought us out of habits. Didn't he bring you out of habits? Don't get quiet up in here this morning. You ain't as cute as you think you are. Can I get a witness? And all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. There's none righteous, no, not one. If the truth were told, Lord have mercy. If God put all my sins up on that screen, i run out of here. Can I get a witness? And then y'all run right behind me. Can I get a witness? Because there's some secret storms that you've been through. Can I get a witness? Yeah, there's some general hospitals you spend nights in. Can I get a witness? And these were the days of our lives. But because we're all his children. Can I get a witness? He's able to do far exceeding. He's able to heal my wounds. He's, he's able to transform my mind. He's able to turn my life around. He's able. He's able. He's able. Thank you, Jesus. It's not by might nor by power but by your spirit. He's worthy. I don't care how cute y'all get. He's worthy. I'm going to tell the truth. If it had not been yes for the Lord who was on my side I'd still be in fornication. I'd still be in pornography. I still be drinking a lot of liquor. I still be smoking some Mackey weed. If it had not been for the Lord, I still be bitter, still be broken, still be bruised. But he's a bomb in Gilead. He heals Dunny Hill. He heals. I sin sin soul he's worthy he's worthy when I look back I wonder how I got over he's worthy thank you Jesus for snatching me out of hell thank you Jesus I was on my way to hell but Jesus, 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 snatch me with smoke, still in my garments. Say, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. He's been so good. Thank you, Lord. He's better than a brother. He's closer than a brother. Can I get a witness? He's my, <laughs> he's my bread of life. He's my next breath. He's my everything. Can I get a witness? I know y'all want to give credit to your universities. I know you want to give credit even to your parents. But let me illuminate you to something this morning. It wasn't your parents. It wasn't your universities. It, it's it's not your status. It's nobody but Jesus. Because he is Alpha and Omega. The beginning and the ending. Can I get a witness? If he's Alpha, that's the beginning of the Greek, and Omega, that's the end of the Greek, then he's everything in between. Can I get a witness? Alpha... Beta, gamma. I, I, th- I thought I'd play with that thing. Delta, can I get a witness? The Lord is good. Any good? Any he good? He wants you to be a witness that He's good. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord for He is good. His mercy. Mercy, mercy endures forever Let the redeem of the Lord. Say so. Now, 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 we, we're getting very close. We're getting very close. Praise is not just for the past. Praise is for the past. Praise is a faith for the present. Praise is a prescription for the future. I'm praising him now for what he's getting ready to do. I'm giving him the glory. I'm giving him the honor. I'm giving him the praise for what he's getting ready to do. Say yeah, he's worthy Penta Baptist. half Pentecostal, half Baptist. Praise the name of Jesus. I got one more point. Sit down, please. Look at this. As we close in verse 20, as we close in verse 20, here comes the significance. After Jesus does surgery on us, some of us got the audacity to wonder and criticize somebody else so Peter says to Jesus well what about John (laughs) and Jesus tells Peter mind your own business If I allow John to stay alive till I come back, what is that to you? Turn your neighbor and say, Neighbor, mind your own business. Are y'all getting this picture? It's right here in the Bible. under the knife, under the x-ray machine, got specialists all around us taking junk out of us. And we got a nerd to get the breath up and say, well, what about Sister Gordon? <laughs> if we only could learn from Spiritual surgery is to help us to be more like him. Can I get a witness? We walk by faith and not by sight. God has your back. He's got your front. He's got your children. He's got your home. He's got your next breath. The earth is the Lord's. The fullness thereof and all that dwells therein. Let the Lord put surgery where surgery is needed. Lord change me. Help me. Cure me. And after you get finished with me help me to mind my own business. Let's stay on our feet. As every head is bowed, your eyes closed. If you're here this morning, you want to be saved. Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, died for your sins, was buried, and rose again the third day. If you want to be saved, just raise your hand. As an act of faith, he said, if you be ashamed of me, I'll be ashamed of you. The world is going to hell. You don't need to go to hell with them. You can be born again, blood watched, blood bought. Is there one? You need to be saved. Or perhaps you are saved, you want to join the church and Christian experience, is there one? Is there one? Is there one? Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your word. Thank you you for the spiritual surgery to Peter and the disciples. Thank you for allowing them to fail in their fishing so you could use it as a facilitation. To draw them closer to you. Thank you for challenging Peter. About his commitment to you. Thank you for changing him. Thank you. For moving him out of. Denial. Into acceptance. Lord move us. From our denials. Into acceptance. That we may be healed. Now, Father, in the name of Jesus, we make a major transition into the celebration of your supper. Forgive us of our sins. Sanctify us. This is only for the saved. On the night in which you were betrayed, you took bread, broke it, said, Take ye, this is my body, which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. As often as you do this, you show remembrance of me till I come back. Then you took the wine, which is symbolic of your blood. And God, we know without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sins. So God, we memorialize, we concur, we confess that you truly gave yourself for our sins, your body and your blood. And as we go through, Lord God, this memorial, help us to discern this with all of our hearts. Thinking about your death, burial, and resurrection. That you are truly the Lord of glory. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. Reach down on the side of the baskets. Nobody's talking. Deacons will help you. Pull out a flask. Just pull it back. Do not do anything. If you're not saved, do not partake. You will be eating and drinking more damnation to your soul. Pull out the flask. The wafer is symbolic of his body.